you for taking the time to listen to this sermon from Seekers Christian Fellowship. We believe that God's Word completes the believer, making them fully equipped men and women of God, ready for every good work. It is our prayer that through this message, you're challenged by the Word of God, built up in love for God and one another, conforming to the image of Jesus Christ. church welcome again on this last Sunday of the year hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas celebrating with family and friends and now you might be feeling a bit guilty after overindulging with the spread that you set for yourself or others spread for you and then as of tomorrow you decided to make some New Year's diet resolution. But then we asked why wait until the beginning of the year to make resolutions when you will forget about it after a few weeks anyway. So, there that goes. But apart from the humor, resolutions do work with habitual, routine, discipline. Especially when it's done in increments rather than big leaps. And if you have an issue with that, talk to Dr. Ian. He's going to help you out. Now it is helpful transitioning into the new year to adhere to some of the biblical principles when it comes to our walk with God. The prophet Isaiah And the wisest king of his time, King Solomon, had some things to say that are encouraging and helpful for God's people. God gave the Israelites commandments and laws to live by. And in return, they will be blessed with privileges in store for them. But they went contrary to God's ideal and consequently had to face severe judgment. Even to the point of being scattered all over the world. Now as a nation of Israel will go through judgment for their misbehavior, God promised them restitution And he gave his reasons why. Isaiah 43, 3 reads, Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you and the people in exchange for your life. When you consider Israel's enemies, surrounding enemies, you see what God is talking about and what he's going to do. He says, As though... And though I have scattered you, in verse 5 he continues, in Isaiah 43, Fear not, for I am with you, and I will bring your offsprings from the east and from the west. I will gather you, I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. 
everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Now, when we look at history, history tells us this started to happen after the Holocaust when Israel became a nation in 1948 and continues to happen as we see anti-Semitism on the rise around the world. This is going on. <clears throat> now, what we observe in this passage is that even with God's severe judgment on His people, He never stops loving them. He never. And in Isaiah 43, from verse 18 to 19, he continues. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm, I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. You know, when you look at Israel today, Today, Israel wasteland that was desolate has been converted to produce food with their advanced agricultural drip irrigation system technology. They're producing quite a lot and even exporting. We see these things are coming true, that what God said. And all the other problems that God said in his prophecy will come true. Because of God's love for Israel, he did not give up on them. In verse 21, Isaiah said, The people, I, God is speaking, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my name. Very important for the children of God. The people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my name. But what Israel did, they run after other gods and the pleasure of life. They were supposed to model for God's grace to them. They were supposed to be God's witnesses, but they run after other gods and other pleasure for life. But running after gods and end up living in spiritual drought. They end up in spiritual drought. Now, as a reminder for believers, we also belong to the family of God, through our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you, we are loved with the same intensity that God has for Israel. Same intensity. In 2023, some of you probably had a spiritual drought. And you walked away from God doing your own thing. You now feel abandoned, you let yourself down, and the expectation of others who love you. And you find yourself in a state of spiritual barrenness. As a reminder, for those who happen to fall in that category, according to God's word and his promises, it is not over for you. It's not over. Believers' relationship with God in Christ are born out of love like the Israelites. And you and I can expect the same discipline. Oh yes, the same discipline. The blessings 
and the privileges God pronounced for his people as we proclaim God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit through our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. For in him we are loved. We are loved in him and through him. And that love cannot be erased since it is sealed with his covenantal blood. It's not going to be erased. We are at the end of 2023, transitioning into 2024. It's common for us to say, my, how time flies. I wish I had life all over again. I wish I can have this year all over again. I would love to fix some things or do some things a bit different now with the hindsight I have. We are thankful that many had a good, prosperous year in regards to health, financial stability, education, careers, family. We are thankful for that. But many had a rough year for various reasons. We have to admit from our own experiences that the Christian life comes with spiritual struggles. We are, we are in a battle with powers in the heavenly realms. Being very human, those situations have a tendency and have a way to drag us down, to pull us down. It's a good gesture to remember the past. But at the same time, dwelling on past failures festers regrets. Being creatures of habits, we tend to look back in our pursuit of life. Looking back has its advantages and disadvantages, depending on how it is managed. Rear view mirrors in your car has its use, but it's not there to keep staring at. If not, you'll get into an accident. One of the reasons among many others is to check periodically for safe driving. And so in life, as we transition into 2024, we look back into 2023 and make adjustments for the future. The Apostle Paul urges us, he encourages us from his past. From his failures, he encourages us in Philippians 3, 13 to 14. He says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward what is ahead. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's where his focus is. The Apostle Paul encourages believers to let go of past failures and all the regrets that comes with them. Yes, it's a battle. But embrace a forward-looking perspective as we go through life. 
We cannot buy back time or fix everything we would like to. Some things are beyond our control. But we can learn from our past experiences and make adjustments for our future. In Ecclesiastes 7, 8, it reads, The end of a matter is better than its beginning. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. Isn't that true? When you come out at the end of a tunnel from those troubling situations, isn't that how you feel? Life of the present might not be where you would like it to be. But King Solomon continues in verse 10 of Ecclesiastes 7. Say not, why were the former days better than these? For it's not wise to ask such questions. These words teach us to have a proper perspective on the outlook of life. And as we leave 2023, we can learn from the past transitioning into 2024. He continues the wise man in verse 11. And the NIV reads it this way. Wisdom is like an inheritance. It is a good thing and benefit those who see the sun. You will be rewarded when you look at the bright side of things rather than the negatives and all your failures. Many question whether the end of 2023 really is better than the beginning of 2023. When you look at the year, you have some questions. Was it better in the beginning or better in the end? You walk with God faithfully. And the storms still hit you. And wonders whether the end of 2023 is better than its beginning. The answer depends how you look at it. So, what are some principles we can draw from Scripture for those who are walking faithfully to please the Lord and still face uninvited situations? They will come anyway. You don't have to invite them. Stress is going to come. Storms going to come. You don't have to invite them. But we have to deal with them. Verses like Romans 8.28 helps us to have some understanding to ease some of the pain. And we know that in all things, God works for the good for those who love him. Now, be careful with that verse. It's not saying that all things are good. But God uses them for our good and his purposes. What about believers who have kept away from God doing their own thing like the Israelites and end up in a spiritual drought? What about those? 
God's words point to you as well. Isaiah 43, 18. Forget, not, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Really what it's saying to us today, get back into line and keep moving forward with God. Get back into line. This will require a broken and contrite heart. We just can't go and push our way to God and say, well, I'm here. What are you going to do now? No. God requires a broken and a contrite heart. It must come from here. It must come from here. And what he'll do, he will restore and transform your life. In comparison to the older days, the wise man said again in 710 of Ecclesiastes, Do not say why were the old days better than these, for it's not wise to ask such question. The wise king said as 2023 is drawing to a close. In consideration of your present situation, of my present situation, maybe 2023 was a great year. Great things happened for you, young and old alike. As a young person, you graduated from high school and now heading for college or university. For some, you are already there. Or you finish your education and have a new job or a new relationship, about to get married and moving into a new living accommodation. For seniors, it's a new phase in life. You may be downsizing. You need to make some adjustments to better equip yourself to make life safe and more comfortable than where you are. The outer man is depleting. Isn't that true? Certain body parts don't work as well as they used to be. They bring despair. They bring frustration. At the same time, for some, it has been a rough year in your relationships. Marriage. Family. Losing a job. That brought on financial struggles. For some, it's health issues. For some, losing that significant one you love. With all the saints have to go through in life, it is more beneficial to look at life from a spiritual perspective. And the Bible has some things to say about our setbacks, looking at them through spiritual lenses. Second Corinthians 4, 17 reads, <clears throat> For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. 
So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, that is the clouds, but on what is unseen, the sunshine. Since what is seen temporary, clouds do move on as you look up in the sky. But what is unseen is eternal. The sun is always shining above the clouds. Here the Bible is telling us not to focus on the negatives, but look beyond this life. This life on earth is not all there is. There is a far better life to come in the Father's kingdom, ruled by our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. By having a proper biblical perspective, will determine how we are to live in the present. Church, brothers and sisters, life is not meant to be lived in the past. Yes, the past shaped our lives, but that is not where we are to live our lives. Life is not meant to be lived in the future. Thinking and making adjustments and plans for the future shapes our lives. Yes, but that is not where we live our lives. Life is meant to live in the present with spiritual perspectives in mind. The Christian lives on earth with earthly realities but with heavenly perspectives because our end will be better than the beginning. Jesus promised us in Revelation 2.10, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. If you're struggling to hold on to your faith today, as the year comes to an end in 2023, take heart. The end will be better, and it's worth the waiting. All because of God's promises. Paul said in Romans 8.18, For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So where do we go from here with those few things I shared with you so far? Celebrate the happy time in life. And at the same time, endure the tough times. Endure the clouds with its heavy downpour of rains, lightning, thunderstorm, and even hailstorms. We have to endure. Hold on to your faith because the sunshine is above the clouds. Believers who receive Jesus in their hearts will be glorified in the end. That is why we're living for Him at this present time. God does not want us to merely sit around and wait passively for the future fulfillment of His promises, nor does He want us to sit around and celebrate our victories of the past. But He wants us to build on our spiritual life here on earth in preparation for when we ascend to Him. 
God wants both the past and the future to shape our lives. Every year that God gives us on this earth is to be the year where we are productive as we can be for His glory and for His services. Isaiah 43, 21 reads, The people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise. We can proclaim when our walk is credible and not sloppy. The longer you live, the more you realize how fleeting these years are. Psalm 90.12 reminds us, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Church believers, the past is history. The future is a mystery. But God has given us the present to live life for Him. We pursue to live from a wise perspective that will benefit you at the present and for the future and for you and your family. When we set our minds and hearts in God's direction, we don't have to rely on our own efforts to grow, to mature. We have the helper, the Holy Spirit, to help us to navigate life as we foster a relationship with Him through our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. The wise king said again in 714, when times are good, be happy. But when times are bad, consider this. God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, no one can discover anything about the future, but we must move ahead with God's promises. That's what we got. We often may stumble in our journey. God sees and is willing to be beside us as we journey in our faith. Looking forward to that city that is to come where God's righteousness will reign forever. And we will be in that kingdom with him. So what I want to remind you as we leave in 2023 here. We are thankful for God's mercy and God's grace. The thing I want to leave it to you, regardless how your year go, whether 2023 in the beginning was better or the end was bad, whatever happens, how it went, God-established love cannot be erased from you. He's always open to work with us until we reach glory. That's his promise. But you and I have a responsibility to follow through on our responsibility. For those who do not know God in a personal way through Jesus Christ, this established love that comes with the blessings and privilege has no relevance to your life. But God's open offer is always there for you. Jesus invites you to a new beginning 
that will end well with eternal security. Should you accept him as your personal Savior and Lord as you transition into 2024? He said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. If you are not a believer in Jesus Christ, you probably run around in 2023 to fill that empty vacuum in your life, trying to find true peace and joy. True life is not found in money, not in pleasure, not in power, not in status. It is found in God through Jesus Christ, His Son who gave His life for sinners like you and I. So today, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, young or old, middle-aged, wherever you are, you have an opportunity to fill that vacuum and have the peace and find the rest that only God can give you through Jesus Christ. Not going to find it anywhere else. And for believers, I want to repeat this verse again, remind you, Isaiah 43, 4. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you and the people in exchange for your life. God will fight your battles. Amen.